to Water Talk from the University of California Division of Agriculture and Natural Resources. I'm Dr. Molly Kanoko, a Cooperative Extension Specialist in Soil Plant Water Relations and Irrigation Management. I am Sam Sandoval. I'm a faculty and an Extension Specialist in Water Resources. And I'm Faith Kearns, the Academic Coordinator for the California Institute for Water Resources. We are here today to have a conversation about water and all of the issues that pertain to water throughout the state of California. Faith, why don't you tell us a little bit about your work in this area? I've been working in the Water Institute for about seven years, and I write and talk pretty extensively about water, um, but also wildfire and climate change in California. And I'm looking forward to uh, this Water Talk program with Sam and Malika. How about you, Sam? I do research in water, water resources management, mostly in um, how you get the water that arrives to your house, that gets how to get the water for your food and for the places, the rivers that you enjoy. Yeah, I'm also really looking forward for this podcast. All right. Well, thank you so much to my co-hosts for introducing yourselves. A little bit about myself. I study, as I said, soil plant water relations, and I really focus my work on irrigation management, and I love working with farmers. But I also want to talk a little bit about what this program is going to be and and what my aspirations are for it. So really, many folks may not be as familiar with the extension component of the University of California system. And it's this idea that the knowledge that's created at any of the UCs throughout the state. It doesn't stop at the university's boundaries. It's supposed to extend throughout the whole state. And that's really what we're trying to do here regarding the topic of water, you know, sheltered in place. I was just thinking a lot about how we can extend knowledge about water right now. We really invite feedback from anyone who'd like to, to suggest topics or suggest speakers that we we can touch base and have conversations with and we'd like to invite all of you to join us as i've been driving throughout the state i i think it's uh, some of these podcasts might be some of that good audio when you're driving or not only to get some of these uh, scientific context of specific themes that we are interested also to bring the personal aspect as we're doing all these interviews to that can be communicated through the podcast that sometimes when you're reading something or when you are uh, listening to something, it doesn't come. So, so that is, that will also, will bring that personal content. Yeah. And on that note, I would just add, you know, I've been writing about California water for many years now. And some of the most interesting things that I've worked on have been sort of trying to broaden the water conversation beyond what we typically think of, particularly in the university setting when it comes to the really engineering focused or physical sciences focused. Um, conversations into, you know, what are more interdisciplinary conversations with people who are, you know, looking at water from an anthropological or sociological perspective. And that's been a super fascinating thing. And I'm looking forward to bringing some of those conversations to life a little bit more than they can be on a written page. And at the same time, I'm also looking forward to really being in conversation with a broader set of people outside of the university. So that's also a really exciting aspect is it's, it's just a huge field and a super interesting topic. So. The other thing that we really wanted to talk about today is, is to really acknowledge what's happening and ways that people in our community are thinking about water and COVID related to each other. 
and Faith, I know that you took some time and put together several resources about these issues. Can you can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. So it's been really interesting thinking about how water interfaces with COVID-19. At first, I would say like everyone, there was just scrambling to get set up working again and all of that kind of stuff. But with a little bit of time, I've been able to try to take a look at, at the water issues that are already arising. And there's certainly going to be more of them. But I think they can sort of broadly be binned into issues related to, to sort of water safety. You know, people have been concerned about the safety of their tap water, um, the availability of their tap water. And that's something that people have reassured is not something to be worried about. The Public Policy Institute of California's water program had an interview with uh, the head of the of Aqua about water treatment and its resilience in the face of coronavirus and the fact that we don't all need to run out and buy bottled water. And the faith, uh, just a quick question for, for those who don't know what aqua is. Can you, yeah. can you tell us what aqua is? <laughs> yeah, give me a second because I forget to. The Association of California Water Agencies, which is okay. sort of the professional branch of water uh, in California. So as we all know, one of the, the key tools that we have in terms of coronavirus right now is hand washing. That's a very fundamental piece of this whole thing. And so because that's being pushed so broadly as a sort of key public health intervention, really ensuring that people have access to water has also been a very important issue across the United States. And in California last week, Governor Newsom signed an executive order preventing water safety shutoffs due to inability to pay and also reinstating some of those. So that's available to read. Um, There's a lot of advice for people from the Community Water Center and others about how to ensure ongoing water access or get water access during this pandemic. And the other big thing that at least right now people are really talking a lot about is because there's been such a shortage of toilet paper that people are flushing things like paper towels and what are often advertised as flushable wipes, but generally um, are are not flushable down toilets and ending up already with sewer overflows, which is just something you don't want during the coronavirus because coronavirus is also showing up in sewage. So you don't want that coincidence of public health issues. And so people are really asking that people only flush bodily waste and toilet paper where are all of these resources available? So um, the, the preliminary set that I put together is on the uh, website of the California Institute for Water Resources, which is ciwr.ucanr.edu. And there's a link right on the front page for water and COVID-19. I mean, what is the importance of water in this uh, pandemic? I mean, water is one of the key ingredients to keep it down. And that's why we want to talk about this and have this this type of uh, informal conversation where all of us can get informed. We're really excited to have Leslie Roche and Dan Macon join us as our guests. And they're going to talk about drought and ranching and sheep. I mean, right now it might be water scarcity. This is um, something that you're mentioning in terms of how agriculture and food production in general is becoming key at this moment. And, and I think that's, that's part of and natural resources. And that's part of what we're trying to do here to make them, to make sure that we uh, can provide useful information. And I, I think everything that I'm thinking of California's climate to me is kind of a bipolar uh, behavior. 
because it sometimes it goes very drought and then extremely wet and then drought again and then wet and then here we are back again as drought and I mean we had large or important uh, storm events passing April 1st. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're really in uncharted territory. This Are we still considered to be in a drought because we were so dry? Did we officially have a miracle march or was the march that we had not quite miraculous enough? <laughs> no, it, it hasn't been that, that miraculous enough because yeah, uh, this year, uh, before, uh, I would say on Monday, we were half of the uh, precipitation in the northern uh, part of the state. Typically, if you look at the state, Sacramento should be 50 inches, then uh, 40 inches San Joaquin, and then 30 inches to Larry. So it goes kind of on those. In the Sacramento, we were about 25 to 26 inches of water. And I think that even though we have this week, some good storms, good rain events. It, we were not going to make it to the 50 inches. It didn't rain 25 inches. And again, I think we're, we're going back to this uh, uh, drought in terms of the weather. Reservoirs in the state are about the rubber ash storage. I, th I think we will be in good condition, so nothing, nothing to worry for this year. The, the really difficult issue will be we have a second year of a drought. So we're going to spend all whatever we have on the reservoirs and the few uh, snow that we have on the Sierra. Yeah, so I would just add on to that to say that um, I think one of the interesting things that I always look for in any given year is to see how uh, what's happening with our precipitation is affecting the ranching community because they are often um, the first hit by any uh, water shortages that we might have because there is so much uh, non-irrigated pasture in California. and so. When you're really looking for drought indicators, um, Leslie and Dan are always some of the first people that end up seeing that because ranchers get so hard hit by any any shortages in precipitation. And so there's also this challenge of the ongoing sort of drought and how, uh, how our wildfire season is going to go, which is very related to precipitation as well. So all of these are big issues. Also, just to add what you're saying, uh, Faith, uh, yeah, the, the other problem of these late rains is that if we have already some of our tree crops flowering, and if it comes a heavy rain, I mean, it, it makes, it may actually drop the flowers, which ultimately it will become the fruit. And then the second one is that it makes a way more difficult to do some of the agricultural practices, uh, finishing cover croppings or just getting into the fields. It's making it more difficult at a time where Right now, we were kind of gearing towards just uh, doing the, the regular uh, practices. So it is, it, it's, it's been challenging. We just really want to emphasize, too, next week that we, we want to hear from all of you. If you are able to join us, you know, during your lunch on Tuesday, and we don't mind if, you know, there are children in the background. And that's why we are trying the format that we're trying is to hear from multiple perspectives and people uh, throughout the state. So please do join us if you can. And if you're unavailable, please give us a listen. If you want to hear more about drought and ranching and sheep, which I am particularly excited to hear about. So uh, Faith, Malika, can you tell us uh, any fun activity, any hobby that you have that you want to share with the audience? So I feel really fortunate 
in that I am going to be able to garden this year. I should share with everyone that I'm a Midwestern transplant. So I, I just moved here from Wisconsin. And to those of you out there who are gardeners, I was in the USDA hardiness zone 3A. And now I am in the USDA hardiness zone 9. And I am so excited. Faith, hey, what about you? I would say mostly I've been really grateful to have a little bit of time um, in the house, I suppose, to catch up on a lot of reading. So there's a lot of fiction and nonfiction, literary nonfiction books that have been sitting for a while. And I finally find myself able to get through a few of those at least. Um, so it's, it's a good time for reading. Uh, and in my case, uh, I mean, two things that are uh, very good. I've, I've been able to have a more frequent lunch with my wife, so that's kind of good. Uh, the other thing, um, I've been doing some uh, yoga um, pilates. So basically, uh, I have a huge problem with flexibility. So anyway, I'm not sure <laughs> if I'm going to get better or not. That's fantastic. Thanks for listening and join us next time on Water Talk. <laughs>